What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Johnny King in the house. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm going to get a little vulnerable, um, just in the sense of things that I'm working through in my life right now. Um, and thank God for relationships. Oh, they're my favorite. I love relationships. I love love. I love people. I love, uh, and of course, as I love things, it also brings the, the biggest of heartaches. And, uh, and it's also the worst. <laughs> so, um, it's been interesting because the last couple of weeks at church, um, I hadn't actually been to church, like physical church. I, I usually watch some type of sermon online uh, over the weekend. But I hadn't actually been into physical church for months. Granted, I was gone in Europe for about a month. Um, but I walked in last week and, uh, and maybe not surprising or not coincidentally, they were starting a new series on marriage and relationships. Like, oh, okay, cool. This is relevant. Um, it's been really, really good so far. Really kind of digging into the things that uh, that I know I need to continue to work on. And I, what I love about relationships is that there's no better place, uh, I think, for, for us to see, you know, <laughs> mirrors of ourselves or to, to see how our deepest and darkest wounds get triggered to the surface than in like an intimate relationship. So for me personally, I've really started to recognize um, how important boundaries are. Now, again, intellectually, I've even had done other podcasts on this topic. I've read books uh, about the topic of boundaries. And yet, in my mind, I should say at least in my conscious mind, I tend to focus more on values when I meet someone than boundaries, right? Now, again, I'm just going to tell you kind of my perspective. Maybe you can relate some things to it. Maybe you can kind of insert your own experiences into things and and make some new insights. Of course, that's what this whole podcast is is all about is is just being introspective and finding new things to to work on within ourselves, right? <clears throat> So hopefully my thought process can help you, you know, maybe see some blind spots or see some new things that you can lean into. So again, little backstory. If you're new to this podcast, me personally, I grew up um, with a, a workaholic father. So he wasn't around a whole lot, um, at least in terms of the way that I maybe wished he would have in terms of like mentoring me and teaching me how to be a man and all these other things. He had his own challenges that he was working through. Um, and he was also working to provide for a wife and five kids and dogs and cats and fish and gerbils and hamsters. And granted, a lot of those latter ones died, unfortunately. Um, 
<laughs> as did the dogs and cats, unfortunately. Um, but that's, uh, I'll leave that for another podcast episode. Um, but so I really was raised to, you know, value myself by the uh, approval of my mom, first and foremost. Uh, and then that trickled over into the approval of my my sister, even my brothers, my friends, my uh, school teacher, my Sunday school teacher, um, more or less to, to gain approval by anything and everything that is outside of myself, right? So, um, of course, you fast forward to now being a, an adult and that stuff rears its ugly head and certainly has not been uh, effective whatsoever. And it's one of those things where you can certainly find yourself uh, on paper having everything that you think you always thought you wanted and still having this deep uh, void or emptiness because you still don't know, you still don't necessarily embody or truly know and, and um, are confident with your level of like self-worth, self-love, self-esteem. And so <clears throat> as much work as I've done on myself, let's say really since like I was 29, I think is when I first went to, to Tony Robbins. And granted, I've been doing stuff ever since I was little. I was setting goals in junior high and high school. Like I was always kind of into to personal development. I just didn't even know I was. And reading books on psychology in junior high, I think was the very first book I started reading. No, sixth grade. I saw that book, Will Our Love Last, on my mom's office. <laughs> it didn't dawn on me why she would be reading such a book when she's married to a closet homosexual. Um, but, you know, of course, both my mom and dad were probably, uh, not probably, were without a doubt not getting the love and support that they ultimately needed. <clears throat> But they weren't also probably being true to themselves. You know, like if my mom had uh, the self-esteem that she very well could have, she probably would not have stayed with my dad. And if my dad had the self-esteem that he probably has now, he wouldn't have maybe even gotten married to my mom knowing that he was gay. But again, that's, that's very easy for me to say <clears throat> in 2022 compared to uh, late 60s, early 70s, when, it, like, there wasn't, that was even before the gay rights movement, right? So he didn't even feel safe to be openly gay. Um, and, you know, I don't don't know a ton about my grandparents, per se, about how my mom was raised, but uh, I think we all struggle with our own self-esteem, right? And when we struggle with our own self-esteem and we don't feel hugely confident, then it becomes very easy to, um, to bend if not, uh, not even remotely have boundaries, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. But I do notice that in relationships, certainly at some point or multiple times in getting to know someone, I will ask like, okay, so what are your, I would say like green lights or red lights or like your deal breakers? Like what do you look for? What are green flags and what are red flags? You know, and people are like, oh, you know. Someone who cheats or uh, someone who drinks too much or someone who's got a, a porn addiction or um, someone who doesn't have a steady job, someone who doesn't have a sense of purpose, uh, someone who doesn't want kids, um, someone who doesn't believe in God, right? Like those, we all have our different things that we're looking for and some of those are deal breakers for us and some of those things are things that we uh, would, would love to have but, 
you know, if we didn't have them, it doesn't mean that's a deal breaker, right? I realize those deal breakers, as I've had those conversations across the years with various people that I've dated, are essentially like boundaries. Like what's 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 the deal breaker for you? What's what's that line that if it's crossed, uh, the relationship will no longer exist, right? And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then they they'll ask me back the same question, and I'll you know more or less have some of those those ones that I kind of rattled off that are kind of generic, but also you know genuine for sure. You know, like monogamy. I'm just not into uh, an open relationship, and I like uh, you know. <laughs> I've always enjoyed, <clears throat> excuse me, being in relationships where there's loyalty, right, and commitment to one another. Because I think, you know, for me personally, you can go really wide, you know, if you're in an open relationship with a lot of people, or you can go really deep with one. I personally would rather go deep with one person, because I love, love, love connection, um, than to, to, you know, sow my wild oats, so to speak. And so, having said that, <clears throat> excuse me, tickle my throat per the usual um i really shouldn't be a podcaster caveat because i constantly have to like maybe have like a deviated septum or like post nasal drip because i'm constantly clearing my throat so now that i say it if you weren't aware of it now you're going to be hyper aware of it and that's going to ruin this whole podcast episode so now i'm going to try not to uh clear my throat but it's going to happen anyways i digress so having said that i've certainly noticed where my tendency, I'll start to bring this all back together, my tendency, call it even a tendency, my MO to have been raised in gaining the approval of others to be liked rather than just knowing my own self-worth has led to behavior as an adult and now in my 40s as a man who still wants first and foremost to have the certainty and assurance that I am accepted and loved and uh, appreciated, you know, respect. Did I say respected? I think I did. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tend to do that. So I'll tend to go out of my way and I will uh, not so much, uh, if boundaries are crossed on my end, I'll tend to let those things go because I'm I will rationalize like, oh, I'm compassionate, I'm empathetic, I understand where they're coming from, um, and yet then that also sets the precedent right off the bat that uh, they don't really have a spine, right? They don't have a, a hard line on a lot of these boundaries. So a lot of times then I find myself in relationships playing to playing within their boundaries, right? And so I kind of give my power away, and all that doesn't serve, I think, uh, the longevity of any relationship. I think both individuals need to be clear about their boundaries and thus know how to play within those boundaries or w- play the game of relating, play the game of relationship within the boundaries, the, the knowing of and the respect of each other's boundaries, right? Versus me, I think a lot of times I, uh, I'll just be playing to theirs, right? And they don't, they either don't know mine or maybe they know mine but they don't uh because i don't i don't feel the the level of confidence to to uphold my own boundaries then they don't respect them either right so i say all that because like i said in in previous relationships just across the years even and i'm not even just talking about romantic relationships i'm just i'm just saying relationships between just me and buddies right like a lot of times i'll look at like do we have shared interests 
Do we both like sports, let's say? Do we both like to be outdoors? Do we like fitness? Do we like entrepreneurship? Do we, uh, do we have good senses of humor? And if we do, then, then I bet you we're going to be boys. We're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to be friends. We're going to relate, right? Same thing in intimate relationships. And a lot of times I will overvalue uh, <laughs> those values in common, right? Like, oh, we've got all these things in common. We want the same things, so we must be right for each other. But I've just been learning kind of the hard way that boundaries are so important. But if you don't have, if you don't value yourself, if you don't have a level of self-esteem where when a boundary is crossed that you bring it up and you bring it up kind of like, I don't know, you kind of strike hard and fast with it. Be like, no, I will not be spoken to that, you know, spoken to that way or we will not be doing this in this relationship, then without those things, then then ultimately, you know, we as a couple or we as a friendship, we start to practice unhealthy ways of relating, right? And it slowly, uh, if not <laughs> quickly, deteriorates um, the game, right? And just think about it in terms of actually playing a, a game. Like if you don't know what the rules are, if you don't know what the boundaries are, or let's say, you know, you have like, I'm thinking about soccer and you have a, a sideline, right? That all of a sudden in one little area has a, like a bump to it, <laughs> you know? So you're, so the ball like never goes out over the line because all of a sudden there's this bulge of this line that uh, you're like, what? What, how did, you know, how does this make sense? You know, or you're allowed to make a bulge whenever you want, when it's ever convenient, like, no, then it, then then the 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 practice the practice the the game of itself starts to lose integrity, right? And you can't uh, loses integrity. You lose trust, right? You can't trust uh, even in the referees or in the other players that the game is being played the way that you know it can be because we're not agreeing upon the rules, the boundaries uh of of thus like how to play the game right so relationships platonic or romantic are kind of the same way you kind of need to know not kind of well you 100% need to know what the boundaries and the rules are so that y'all can both win i i just i firmly believe that if you're in a relationship the only way to truly succeed is to ensure that both people win right? A lot of relationships where they test each other or there's a lot of resentment or things unsaid, it starts to, like I said, fester and it starts to deteriorate. It's like a cancer um, and it starts to kind of eat away at the relationship. And then typically, as I've gone through the four R's of relationship in the past, uh, which is a whole other episode, you can go back and listen to that, it, it ultimately drives people to where they are uh, out for themselves. They're no longer on a team. It's no longer a win-win. They're just out to either win themselves at the expense of their partner losing, right? Or they think, if I'm going down, if I'm going to lose, I'm going to take you with me. So it's going to be a lose-lose. Anything other than a win-win, you're going to have some serious, serious, serious issues within your relationship. And it's not surprising that the vast majority of men that reach out to me for coaching come to me for relationship challenges. Uh, 
I think guys in their you know late 30s, 40s, 50s, those that have been in relationship with a significant other for some time, start to realize how important the relationship is. The relating is literally the juice of life. We can all achieve and we can work out of the gym and we can, you know, even even for those of us that are, might be listening who have kids but, you know, have gone through a divorce or uh, are widowed and, and raising their kids on their own, like, it's a lot of fucking works and, and being able to speak, not necessarily from experience because I don't have kids, but seeing family members or friends, I think it's one of the most difficult challenges to do on this, you know, planet is to raise children by oneself when you have no one in your corner. You have no one to relate to, no one to lean on. Um, and so I think that's the obviously the, the, the best part of life is being able to share it with someone. So anyways, getting off my soapbox, I personally have taken time, uh, probably now four hours worth. <laughs> I do it while I walk my dog. Uh, the other night I spent a couple of night, couple of hours on it myself, just in my room, sitting on my bed. Like what, what are deal breakers to me, you know? Um, and, and there's even some gray area where my boundaries aren't deal breakers per se, but, um, they might be something where if those boundaries are crossed too many times over time, that in and of itself could accumulate into becoming a deal breaker. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know what those things are. Some of those things definitely rattle off. I could, you know, rattle off like I did earlier in this episode, four or five, six different ones. I actually at this point have a list of 19. 19 boundaries that are very, very uh, clear now that I spent the time writing on these. And I think it's really important um, for me going into any type of, like like I said, intimate, romantic, or platonic relationship, having a lot clearer idea. And it's not like I'm going to just be like, okay, here you go. Here's my uh, laminated list of boundaries. Please make sure that you adhere to them. Otherwise, we will not exist. (laughs) It's not that type of thing. It's really me, uh, you know, possibly even actually, now that I think of it, now that I say it out loud, laminating it, <laughs> putting it on my, my bathroom mirror or on my wall somewhere where I can see it more regularly, um, have it in my phone, of course, which is where it is now, but, but to review it so that I can become clear about what those things are so that when a boundary is breached, whether it be, you know, on purpose or not, doesn't really matter, that, uh, that I can stand up for myself. And uh, I think at times that can be a really, really difficult thing for any of us, especially for those of us that maybe are not like, you know, the most confident of people. And let's be honest, I think a lot of us struggle with our self-esteem at times, of course. And so if you're not feeling super confident in the moment, those are the most challenging moments to say, no, I just had, you know, you just crossed, breached one of my boundaries and I need to come back and say, hey, that's not okay with me. And this is what my boundary is. And this is blah, blah, blah. Uh, are we in agreement that that is something that we can work within? Do we want to continue playing this you know, game of relating? Yes? Cool. Awesome. If someone doesn't agree to someone else's boundary, then then you're like, okay, cool. Then, then that obviously is a mature conversation to be had. But you don't have to continue playing the quote-unquote game of relating or relationship. Um, that takes two people that are, you know, 
both obviously consciously choosing in, um, but it happens all day, every day, whether it be friendships or, you know, romantic relationships. It's one of those things that I think you go back and you look at every single day. Are we continuing to grow together? Are we growing apart? Have our boundaries changed? Have they evolved? Um, do we even have boundaries, right, for that matter? And if we don't, then you've got to do the work of sitting down and looking at what those things are, right? So anyways, I hope that helps. Definitely something that's relevant in my life at the moment, something that I'm really reflecting upon. And there's a very, very intimate relationship between boundaries and how you value yourself. And I know for me, my boundaries have not been clear. They've not been something that I've been very good at, um, you know, holding the hard line on on different things because I've not felt uh, a deep sense of, you know, confidence in myself, self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, whatever you want to call it. Um, And so that shows me that there's still so much more room (laughs) for growth and so much, um, you know, and I say that again with with love in my heart for myself because I know as far as I've come since my late twenties, um, you know, it's not so much about beating myself up or having really really you know high performance pressures, so to speak, to be this you know perfect man. It's just about knowing like having the empathy of like you know what, yeah, there's always going to be work to be done, and that's why I love particularly intimate relationships, romantic relationships, because they will drive uh, the vast majority of our un, uh, unresolved, let's say, trauma, challenges, uh, insecurities. All those things will be driven to the surface um, when we are in a relationship We are uh, where we are, what's the word, risking our hearts, let's say. Risking, or let's just say, um, you know, making our hearts be vulnerable <laughs> to being hurt. And that's just the, the part of getting into a relationship. It's difficult. But I would say this is probably just as much an important conversation to have with your significant other or someone that you're starting to see as it is with someone that you're thinking about going into business with. Uh with your kids, you know, creating a, uh, like a, a family culture and a family, like, uh, yeah, a family culture. Like this is how things are done under this roof. You know, are we all in agreement? It doesn't have to be something like this is, uh, you know, how, how we're going to handle things with an iron fist. It could be something that you do as a family altogether and say, can we have some agreed upon boundaries, right? And do any of these boundaries not work? Uh, you can certainly have that conversation with, like I said, family members, with your spouse, your significant other, your business partners, your employees, anyone that you're relating to. I think this is an important conversation to have. So thank you as always for listening. Hope you are enjoying the day regardless. Thank you for um, taking some time to to listen to my voice. And I hope you got some good things out of it. And if you need support at all, since I'm obviously just working on this myself, um, I'm more than happy to to support you. So shoot me an email podcast at johnnyking.com and uh, we'll kick it around. I'm happy to support you with kind of crafting some of your new boundaries. Until then, thank you for joining me. We'll catch up with you on the next episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. Cheers. That's it for this one and I want to thank you for listening. 
Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.